Hey, Mrs. Bo. No, I'm not doing it. Don't ask me to do it. Is there something you want to say no. to not another nerdy That's podcast? Nothing to say. I'm not. Don't. You don't want to congratulate him on one year? Congratulations on a year of bullshit. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. You don't? You want to watch something else? Olivia, do you have anything you want to say to not another nerdy podcast? That is a big news. <sighs> like mother, like daughter. Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. It's time for the Jedi. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 48, a very special anniversary episode. That's right, we are officially one years old, boys and girls of Not Nation. My name is Tom Van Zant, I'm your host, and with me, as always, are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. 110% himself, D-Rock, Derek Mitris. What's up, all you Star Wars fans out there? <laughs> Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money. And we have the man who brings the money. Mr. J. Money. Senior Bow, Tom Van Zant, D Rock, Derek Mitris. I knew you'd come. What's up, boys? Yo. It's good to have the band back together, isn't it? Sure is. Yeah. What band? Our band, our three-man band. Oh. 3MB? Three-man band. With the occasional fourth man in Iron Mike whenever he feels like actually recording. All right. It's a very special episode because, like I said, it is this, this week, one year ago this week, we did release episode number one, a Rogue One, a Star Wars story review. And that was exactly a year ago this week. So this is officially our one-year anniversary, even though it's only episode number 48 and not 52. I know people are like, well, there's 52 weeks in a year. Well, that's because we missed a few weeks, folks. Sorry. Trust me. It's been a year. And what a year. We had a couple half episodes, don't forget. And what a year it's been. Don't sidetrack (laughs) me when I'm monologuing, you motherfucker. Here we go. I'll replace you with virtual J money in a heartbeat. The ladies He's love, a huge Muppets fan. The ladies love Virtual J Money, and so does Iron Mike. Because Iron Mike has been making meme after meme of Virtual J Money in all of his appearances. People didn't realize he was in certain movies, and Iron Mike unearthed all this lost footage. <laughs> it's pretty what a am- genius. It's pretty amazing. We're going to have to post those up on the Not Another Nerdy Facebook page. Pretty funny stuff. But I digress. Yeah, so it's been a year. Congratulations to the two of you. Nice work. You made it. Pat yourself on the backs. Barely. <laughs> Barely. You're making it tonight. Yeah, I hear you. You sound exhausted. Yeah. Well, we will power I'm, I'm, through. I'm, I'm trying to sell all my Star Wars shit on eBay right now, actually. Oh, boy. We'll get into that. Yes, yeah, so not only is it our one-year anniversary, which is very exciting, folks, but it's also christmas week so happy holidays merry christmas happy kwanzaa happy hanukkah festivus for the rest of us to all of you out there in not nation and it's also our big star wars episode eight the last jedi review episode so this is a big jam-packed episode got a lot to cover in a short amount of time so we're gonna dive right into it first i got some shout outs from not nation j money was nice enough to ask not nation if they Wanted to say a few words in honor of our anniversary, and a few of them came through, so we're going to play a couple of those right now. Who do we got, Jay Money? First up, we have number one knothead, Danny Abbott. Yeah, Danny. Not another nerdy podcast. You knew I'd come. It's your number one knothead, Danny, here. 
just dropping by to wish Tom, D-Rock, and J-Money a happy one-year podiversary. You guys know I love the show. I tune in all the time. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep having a blast. And we'll keep having a blast listening. Much love. Awesome, Danny. Thank you very much. He is our number one fan. He's the best. Next, we have <laughs> gigantic, not head, Mrs. Lee Lee Zemi. Hey, Knotheads, you knew I'd come. This is Knothead Lily Zemi. I'm here to congratulate Tom, Derek, and especially Jay Money on the one-year anniversary of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Thank you for keeping me up on all the nerdy news and the rest of the bullshit that you guys talk about. I raise a glass, a shot glass, that is, to you guys and to making 2018 an even more nerdy year. Cheers, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, Lily Zemi, nice. Well done. Thank you very much. Well, that was awesome. Thanks again, Lily Zemi. So then, Tom, we're going to go straight into the man. Who's the, the myth? Man? Who's the man? This man right here who is a myth. He's a mystery because people don't know where he came from. That's right. I'm talking about DJ Deli John. <laughs> Hello, knotheads. This is DJ Deli John wishing you a very Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. I would also like to congratulate this podcast on its one year anniversary. Congratulations. See you next year. <laughs> Deli John. That's the guy who went with you to the Retro Gamer Con? Retro Gaming Expo. That's right. You know, the cause of much, much controversy when people didn't know why I didn't go with Dr. Bill and they wanted to know who this DJ, Deli John, was. They thought the two of you broke up. It was very sad. Sad day in Not Nation. Apparently. And uh, I had a knothead come into uh, my work the other night looking for me and talking to DJ. Really? Wanted to know if he was the Deli John. Really? Yes. Someone from Not Nation actually went into your big Y and asked for you? Yes. That's pretty hilarious. Any idea? I don't know, I, I don't know who it was because I looked at the back room door and I saw him and I'm like, I have no clue who that dude is. <laughs> well, if you're out there, Knothead, identify yourself. Let us know on the Facebook page or on Twitter if you are stalking Jay Money. <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. Hey, you, so, uh, you have your fans, Jay Money. I guess so. But not so, as ma- Hold on. Not as many fans as virtual J-Money. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? He's the man who brings the social media. He sure is. I you... heard he did a little uh, tribute for us also. Did he really? That's uh, the rumor I heard. I don't know because I haven't heard it, and I don't really talk to that guy. All right. Well, why don't we play that and see how that goes? Let's do it. Virtual J-Money, what do you think of our one-year anniversary? Hey guys, Virtual J Money here. I'm cruising the mainframe of the internet, and I just wanted to congratulate you guys on your one-year anniversary. Who in the world would have thought that this group of absolute misfits could go one year with a podcast? <laughs> Not I. <laughs> you know, I, I better never meet Virtual J Money when he's coming out of the attic and I'm walking out of the basement. <laughs> Uh, Virtual J Money is quite the character. And Tom, I cannot forget the number two knothead. She co-hosted earlier this year on one of our shows, the lovely Mrs. Kelly Goddard. All right, Knot Nation, it's official. They're going for two. Hi, guys, it's Ross and Kelly. We just want to wish you a happy anniversary. We can't believe it's been a year already since you started this podcast. You guys almost did an episode every single week, and we really appreciate it. We know it's a lot of time and a lot of effort for all of you, and we just want to thank you from the bottom of our heart. Happy holidays, and keep up the good work. We look forward to the upcoming year. Thank you, Kelly Goddard, for all the kind words. And you know what? For once, I'll actually shout out Ross, your husband. Hi, Ross. Then we have Mr. Phil Batista from Florida, USA Earth. Milky Way. What's up, Knot Nation? It's your boy Phil, not the animal Batista. Your number three knothead wants to congratulate Senior Bo, D-Rock, and Jay Money for hitting their one-year anniversary mark. It's been a wild ride full of laughs, arguments, 
gummy worms, but most of all, magic. Magic. Thanks for a great year, and we hope for many more to come. And with that said, so long, boys. Lake City, Florida. USA Earth, Milky Way. Thank you, Phil. Phil is a faithful knothead. Oh, massive, massive knothead. Appreciate it. Appreciate all the love. A lot of love. Yeah, and the last one that I have, how can you do this without, literally, this guy isn't a myth or a mystery. He is truly a legend, Mr. Dr. Bill. I was going to say, you got to be talking about the billest of doctors. <laughs> hello, hello, Nightheads. This is Dr. Bill here congratulating Not Another Nerdy Podcast on their one-year anniversary. Love the show. Senior Bo, Mr. 110%, and the man who brings the money, Jay Money. Keep those weekly shows coming. I can't wait for year two. Bye-bye now. Yeah, Dr. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. You know, with, mean, with a personality like that, it's easy to see why he has fans at conventions that Derek and I run into randomly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how could you not love Dr. Bill? He's the man. He literally spent three days writing that out. <laughs> And then another three, just recording it. (laughs) (laughs) Started out, damn, I fucked up. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I don't even think he, I've never heard Dr. Bill swear. Does he swear? No. I didn't think so. If he swears, his sister slaps him on the wrist. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Makes him eat eat soap. (laughs) Sounds like quite a relationship those two have. Yeah. All right. Well. I appreciate Virtual J Money with the shout out, but we really need some social media presence. So why don't you throw it over to him to give us that real quick? And then I'm going to check in on our buddy D Rock before he falls asleep. All right, Virtual J Money, give us some social media pimping. Thanks, J Money. Well, you can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com backslash not podcast one. You could follow us on Instagram at not podcast one. You could follow us on Twitter at not podcast one. We are on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, YouTube. Check us out on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website and also check us out on podknife.com and leave us a five-star review. Back to you. Okay, thanks, Virtual J Money. You're really something. (laughs) He is something. Tom, I also want to shout out all the podcasts in the Nerd Podcast Mafia, especially our boys, Nate and Russ, and Dave from Afghanistan on the Ozzy and the Palm Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Nah, another anniversary message. I am your host, Mr. Palm Van Zandt, and as always, I'm joined by my magical and my mental co-host. Nope, actually no, it's just me for your anniversary message. I'd just like to say a huge congratulations on... 52 episodes... No, wait. You haven't done 52 episodes. Uh, congratulations on recording consecutive weeks with no breaks. No, I've not done that either. So I'm just basically doing a message to say well done for trying hard. Good job, guys. No, in all seriousness, it's Palm from the Aussie and the Palm Show. Just like to say a huge anniversary to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Much love all the way over from the UK. Catch you soon. That's Nate from uh, Aussie in the Pom here. So a big congrats to Not Another Nerdy Podcast for podcasting for one whole year without missing a week. Actually, come to think of it, we'll scrap that, but you've lasted a year, so congratulations. Actually, I might just get Gnomes to come over and say congratulations as well. Gnomes going to say congratulations to Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Who? Not Another Nerdy Podcast. They're the ones that I, they were in America, you know. Tom, J Money, and D Rock. What kind of names are they? Who the freak is J Money, D Rock, and then you get plain old Tom? Oh, spies. So, just speaking to the microphone, say congratulations for doing it for one whole year. Uh, congrats, guys, from Australia, even though I have not listened to one of your podcasting shows. Anyway. Okay, am I done? Yeah, you're done. You can go now. There you have it. <laughs> Big congratulations from here in Australia. Enjoy your show every week, and I can't wait. Sorry about the wife. Later. And our boys at dinner and a podcast. That would be Steve, Mike, and Joe. Absolutely. I'm glad they enjoyed uh, 
D-Rock's holiday box of goodies. Yeah, they did. They talked all about that on their most recent episode. Yep. Speaking of D-Rock, you awake over there? Oh, sorry. That was <laughs> the most boring first five minutes ever of this podcast. Sorry, brother. Hey, people want to give their oh, They want to express their appreciation for our one year of recording. They're happy. All right. So we're recording tonight or what? Yes. Did Carly record anything? No. I thought she was going to. No. Well, that's very disappointing. What about uh, Tom, Steve the Tom Hater or whatever his name is? <laughs> Tom, no. Sean, Sean. Sean the Tom Hater. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Derek. Derek couldn't be bothered to bother any of these people. <laughs> I have a few shout-outs from people that I know, but I'm going to save them until a little later on so we can get into our review. All right, so uh, D-Rock, what's, what's been new with you, buddy? What you been up to this past week? Nothing, just getting ready for Christmas, toy hunting, shopping, packing up eBay shit, you know, everything. Busy, busy? Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to go see Star Wars The Last Jedi? Yeah, twice. Yeah, I know you saw it at least once with me. Yep. And you saw it a second time with who? Carly Asia, ooh. Oh, nice. Well, I can't wait to hear what Carly thought of it. But more importantly, I can't wait to hear what you thought about uh, thought of it. What about you, Jay Money? Did you see Star Wars: The Last Jedi? I saw it two times. Two, two. So we're gonna get into it, I guess, because I have seen it as well. Only once. Once was enough. <laughs> if that tells you anything about how I feel about it, uh, yeah. So this is gonna be spoiler filled. I mean, the movie's been out for over a week at this point. So I figure anyone who's a diehard who really wants to see it has seen it and anyone else doesn't care at this point. So we're just going to spoil away and give you our total thoughts and not hold anything back. Right, boys? Tom, you didn't ask me about my week. I'm sorry, Jay Money. How was your week? Well, I went to Boston, Massachusetts, USA Earth, Milky Way, to the TD Garden to see the WWE pay-per-view Clash of Champions. Awesome. Yeah, great load seats. It was an awesome time. I stayed over in the city, and uh, it was a blast. Excellent. And I saw a lot of pictures on Instagram and on our Facebook page of that event. Oh, I I showed you the amount of likes I had over the weekend. Very good. Very nice. Yeah, it it was a great time. Excellent. All right, well, let's uh, let's move it on on down the road here because Derek's waning fast. Yep. <laughs> so let's let's go. I'm not even going to tell you what I've been up to all week. I've been working. That's it. Work, yeah, work, we don't work. care. Exactly. Work, 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 and dodging my wife. That's, what, that's all I've been up to. <laughs> I've, I've also been buying uh, blind boxes and making videos for the Facebook page. Nice. Very good. So okay. Let's go. All right. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Star Wars The Last Jedi. Okay. So here we go. This is not going to go This is the most anticipated movie. I mean, we've been waiting on this sucker for two years since J.J. Abrams' Force Awakens ended with that final scene with Rey showing up on the island of Octo and handing over Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber over to a very disheveled-looking Luke Skywalker standing there up on the cliff. And then we're like, Jesus, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So we found out what happens. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm going to go around the room real quick and ask you guys what you thought. I'll start with someone that I know loved the movie first, and that will be Mr. J. Money. J. Money, what did you think of Star Wars The Last Jedi? Give it a rating for us out of one. Four and, four and three quarters stars. Four and three quarters, almost five stars. Yep, I would have given it four and a half, but that one scene was so awesome it Bumped it up a quarter of a star. Okay. All right. Well, I'm sure you'll tell us what that one scene is soon. I will. How about you, D-Rock? What do you give The Last Jedi on a scale of one to five? Two and a half. Two and a half. Easy two and a half. You know, let's just make it a two. Two. (laughs) It's easier to say. Two. Two. And any particular reason why? I've never left a Star Wars movie scratching my head so much. Okay. Fair enough. That's, that's, that's a good, biggest in, reason. good initial impression. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I also give this movie a two out of five. Two! Two. Two out of five, yeah. Damn! So, and, and my reasons are pretty simple. It loses two points right off the bat for the way they handled the Luke Skywalker character. I was very disappointed yep. with that. So that would knock it down to a three. But then it loses another point, Derek. You know why? Why? The completely 
pointless and useless side story of Finn and Rose and their trip to Canto Bight, the casino world. Ugh, that entire subplot does not need to be in this movie. It was it made the movie two and a half hours long. I, I never thought I would say this. I wanted it to end. It was too fucking long. I never thought I'd say a Star Wars movie could be too long. This movie was too fucking long. So because every that, time I see a fucking casino ad on TV now or hear on the radio or see a fucking sign, I think of that fucking scene in the movie and I'm like, fuck that scene. You get mad. <laughs> I'm so I'm so mad right now. All right, I gotta well, go punch something now. We'll get into that. But yeah, so I give it I give it a two. I take another point away and I give it a two because that w- whole side story was totally unnecessary. If you took that out of the movie, no, nothing else would have changed. Everything else would have happened the way it was supposed to happen. It almost felt like Ryan Johnson wrote the entire movie and then said, oh, shit, I forgot to include John Boyega's character in this movie. I better go back and write this little side plot so that he has something to do for two and a half hours. No, he forgot to include DJ. Yeah, right, DJ. DJ. I mean, that was the whole point of that scene. Yeah, and DJ was pointless, too, the code breaker. That was useless. Did they ever even say his name? No. No, they didn't. No. no. Yeah. So. They didn't. All right, so that's it. Jay Money gives it a four and three quarters. D-Rock and I give it a two, solid two. And uh, now we're going to get into full spoilers and discuss what did you like the most about it, Jay Money? What did you like? What was the scene that made you bump it up a notch? The fight with uh, Ray and Kylo Ren against the uh, Red Royal Guards after Kylo Ren killed Snoke. That scene is probably my favorite scene in any movie ever. Right. So, D-Rock, do you remember what I turned to you and said at that moment when that happened? Mm, no. I turned to Derek and I said, "Holy shit, Jay Money is right. Kylo Ren did a did a turn." I thought, oh, he, yeah, because at that point I thought he turned good. I didn't realize it was actually a double turn, and he was turning good for the moment, but then back to bad. And then you thought for a minute Ray was going to turn bad. Yeah, I thought she was going to take his hand. At, at and you that probably thought, point. "Holy shit, Jay Money was Jay right. Ray gonna is going to right turn again." Bad. but you weren't right so it's all good yeah that was a great scene i have to concur with you that was a pretty amazing scene like i would give it if i were you a three just because of that scene nope because unfortunately the negatives outweigh the positives in this movie for me yeah did anybody stand up in your theater during that scene no but they definitely applauded and and they were excited yeah did you guys get the uh john williams documentary before the movie no. No. Oh, nice. That was only me with that first screening. Okay. Yeah, I had like a 15-minute John Williams uh, documentary on making the music for all the Star Wars movies. I'm sure it'll be on the Blu-ray set when it comes out. Well. <laughs> I can wait, much as I like John Williams' score. For four months, I can say I saw it and you didn't. Okay, fair enough. If that's what gets you through the night. <laughs> it does. Okay. All right, let's, let me YouTube it now. <laughs> it's not a big deal. All Let right. me tell you, the the best part about that thing was that they showed clips from, like, the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, I want to see those movies on this giant XD theater screen. Right. All right, well, s- stop sidetracking because we're trying to stay on target. Stay on target. Okay, so that was your favorite scene. D-Rock. Yeah. I know you rated it a two, but there must be something in this movie you liked. What was your favorite part of Star Wars The Last Jedi? Probably overall my favorite part was kylo ren in terms of the character and just you know his parts in the movie his development mm-hmm. okay he was the the most developed character in the the movie i thought compared to the other characters i could give two shits about right well they and you finally found out his kind of quote-unquote origin of how, yeah. he, how he turned to the dark side so that was yeah i i didn't agree with the way it happened but i guess that was satisfying from a character's arc point mm-hmm. of view so how I, funny how funny was it when he smashed the mask? Oh, how funny was it when Snoke said, Take that ridiculous thing off? I'm like, no, leave that ridiculous thing on. <laughs> leave That's all the, I was thinking about was the podcast. Leave the helmet part. on. <laughs> and now he's officially helmetless. Oh God. It's like they were listening to our podcast. Yep, and they're like, We'll and show them. Said, yeah, we'll show those nerds something. <laughs> uh it's awful. Just awful. Him and his goofy face. Although at least they covered his damn ears. <laughs> he didn't have the big ass ears sticking out you know, of his hair. So he didn't look as goofy in this movie for some reason. I thought the shirtless scene was unnecessary. I didn't need to see that. But other than that. Well, that was because that was a whole take on that Star Wars Saturday Night Live skit. 
Oh yeah, remember? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, it was like I saw Kylo Ren. Matt, the, the uh, engineer. <laughs> my friend yeah, says, yeah, he's like, my friend says he saw Kylo Ren with his shirt off and he has an eight pack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. That's. I guess if that's what that was, if that was a nod, actually a nod to that, then that's pretty clever. That's funny. That's stupid. That's stupid. Then if that was a nod to that scene, he also. All uh, right, one and a half stars. Ryan Johnson also did a nod to Hardware Wars. There was a scene where there was like I, like a robot ironing, and there was an iron, and the iron was supposed to be a nod to Hardware Wars, the Star Wars spoof. That was really funny. Yeah. So. Because I iron all the damn time. Yeah, you do. I'm lazy. I just throw my clothes in the dryer on perm press. And let it run for about 15 minutes, then pull them out real quick and shake them. That's how I de-wrinkle them. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way at the laundry mat. No, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So, Derek, what? So, Kylo Ren's development—that's what you got. That was what you enjoyed the most out of the movie. The that and the and the spaceship scenes. Okay, I was just gonna say my favorite part of this movie were the space battles. I thought there yeah. were just some really awesome space battles in this movie and some great new ships. I'm a big fan of the new ships. I'm a huge fan of Kylo Ren's new TIE interceptor fighter, TIE fighter thing. I fucking loved it. I can't wait to get that Lego set. I'm looking at it right now, actually. What are you talking about? Uh, I got it last night. What? Yeah, I, it was on sale. Oh, was it 80 bucks? Oh, oh no. It was on sale this week at Toys R Us for thirty nine ninety nine half price. God of course, the they're sold out. Fuck so I go up. to Target and they had one left in the shelf, and the and the fucking lady price matched the Toys R Us thing when I pulled it up on my phone. You got that set for forty bucks. Yep, thirty eight dollars because I save five percent using my Target Red card. Oh my shit! Yeah, I'm so fucking jealous right now. <laughs> That's less you- than the regular toy. <laughs> I know. I want that really like, bad. You can still get one, dude. Just go to Target or or Walmart and pull you the can't get link one. up it's, on your phone, and they should freaking Christmas. Match it. It's Christmas week. I don't have money for that. I gotta. I just spent all my money on my wife and kids. I'm broke. Thirty eight dollars. Just go. Just go return all your empty bottles of Oktoberfest from the basement. <laughs> Touche. All right. Yeah, I, I love the space battles in this movie. I thought they were yep. great. And and that was probably my favorite part of the movie, unfortunately. I was really hoping Luke Skywalker was going to be my favorite part, but that was not the case. So now we'll move on to our least favorite part. Jay Money, as much as you enjoyed this movie, as high a rating as you've given it, there must be something about this movie you did not like, and what would that be? Uh, can we all agree that Captain Phasma has been the most overhyped, irrelevant character of all time. We can now, after this yeah, movie. Exactly. I mean, the actress, she's with them at all the press junkets. She's with them at all the conventions, all the talk shows. She's there with the main cast, and she's had, like, what, maybe 10 minutes of screen time between two movies? Yeah, and I got to think that there must be a lot on the cutting room floor with her. There must be a bunch of deleted scenes, because it just seems like they did not do anything with that character like she showed up just to get her ass kicked by finn and then killed yeah i was hoping it would be like a, at least a 15 minute fight yeah i mean she didn't get any real screen time any real i mean they didn't really show her as a badass i mean what did she do that was badassery i, I mean it was <laughs> I, I i was very disappointed with her character you're absolutely right yeah, I and, was disappointed that and I felt bad. was barely in it. Oh, God, what a clown scene that was. It's really stupid. I mean, it looked like she, they pulled it out of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. She's in the middle of a firefight <laughs> talking, having a long, lengthy conversation. I'm like, where have I seen this before? Oh, that's it looked right. Like a, it looked like a cut scene from uh, Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> it looks bad. And here's my and, then, qu- and not only that, but if they could get a signal out to contact her, why didn't they get a signal out to call for help? Well, they did, but nobody answered. Well, no, they didn't. They sent a signal oh. when they got to the planet, I believe. That's right. Yeah. And nobody came to help except, you know, Luke, but sort of. <laughs> then my my other dis- disappointment was, like I said, DJ, just completely another irrelevant character that was hyped up like crazy it was just an excuse for benicio del toro to be in a star wars movie yeah he, that and pl- their initial plan with him ended up to turn out to be irrelevant they didn't even need him exactly so that whole part could have been on the cutting room floor well, they could have deleted delete delete 
all of that. But other than that, I that was my only two big problems was just the use of the newer characters. How about you, Derek? What was your least favorite part of The Last Jedi? I'd probably say the use of every other character in the movie. <laughs> Do tell. Please elaborate. Except Kylo Ren. Yeah. Elaborate a little bit. Like Finn was pretty much pointless, useless in the whole movie, except pointless. for Casino. And not only World, that, but in the, and hold on, in, in the very beginning of the movie, they made him a coward. He was he was abandoning ship and yep. leaving. Yep. And Rose stopped him. <laughs> yep. And fucking Snoke, we're gonna build up this big ass emperor wannabe dude who's gonna who's gonna last a movie and a half. And he was literally Are you fucking kidding me. He was literally the most powerful force user I've probably <laughs> ever seen. I mean the shit he was doing, I'm like, where did this guy get his powers? Like, where did he come from? I like I wanted to know everything and and now I don't need to know anything cuz he's fucking dead. Yeah, so a movie and a half he lasts. Dies in a fucking scene that's exactly a, a copycat of Return of the Jedi, which fucking got old just every Every fucking scene was just a copycat of Empire or Return of the Jedi. Ugh, I can't take I can't take this podcast tonight. When did I Ray? I, I can't take did, talking about this. When did Ray and Kylo Ren team up to fight Royal Guards in the original trilogy? That's a good I missed point. that. Yeah. No, that, no, no. You know what I mean. All the, all the subtle the beats, little the beats. mimics yeah, of, the beats. Of, of the fucking movie, well, like right down to. Kylo taking Ray before Snoke in the in yeah. the hand, in the handcuffs, just like Vader did to Luke to the em- with the yeah. Emperor, and then and then S- S- Snoke bringing Ray up to the screen. Ah, look at your Rebel Alliance fighting. Ah, you know, it's like, oh god, <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, this is like made for people who've never seen Star Wars. Like when I go to work and I say, "Oh, did you go see the Star Wars movie?" and the answers to the younger cats who I work with are either. Oh no, I don't like Star Wars. Or two, I've never seen Star Wars. That's what this movie is made for. Those fucking idiots. <laughs> and it was a total waste of wasted opportunity not to have all of those royal guards that were in that throne room. They should have been the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've hyped up these Knights of Ren and talk and mentioned them, but we still, as of this movie, haven't met them. We don't know who they are or where they are or what they're doing. It would have made sense if they were there, and that's who Kylo and Rey fought. I just yeah. assumed they were all dead. No, they're not dead. Are you sure? Uh, they ne- they've never said that. Remember, they showed them all in Force Awakens in Ray's Force stream. She saw them all in the rain. Remember, they were standing there with Kylo. No. Oh, you got to rewatch Force Awakens, my friend. Yeah, I no. just assumed that they were all dead. Well, maybe they are, but they've never told us that. I'd like to know that if that's the case. You know, give me some information. Mm. I love all these people online who are arguing with me I don't even know why I'm bothering to argue with them because they're not going to change my mind about this movie and I'm certainly not going to change theirs but they're like why do you need to know these things oh I don't know because they built it up I mean JJ set it all up and then they don't bother explaining anything like where did Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber come from how did Maz Kanata obtain it Luke didn't even ask about it he threw it over his shoulder like he didn't care about it I'm like what nobody Wants to know how that lightsaber... I mean, it fell out of Bespin. (laughs) Vader chopped his hand off, and the lightsaber in his severed hand fell down a shaft and seemingly into outer space. And then that's it. And then suddenly it's in Maz Kanata's possession, and there's no nobody bothers to connect the dots in between, and no one is supposed to care about that? Maybe Cloud City is above Maz Kanata's homeworld, and it fell down into there. (laughs) Sounds good to me. All right, fair enough. Well, then say that. Just give me an answer. I don't care if the answer is stupid. Just give me some answer. I mean, people are like, you don't need to know that. Oh, I I know I don't need to. I want to know it. Like, I'm a nerd. I'm a Star Wars geek. I want to know everything. I want to understand the whole mythos, how it all works. It's very complex, and I want to know the complexities. I want to be into it. It's not that complex. Well, these certain things are, and they don't bother to address them. They don't tell you where the hell Snoke came from, how he got so powerful. You just and now we'll never know because he's dead. Good. <laughs> that doesn't bother you? No, I loved it when he got killed. No, I mean, but it doesn't bother you that you don't know how the hell he got to power, where he came from, who he really is. That's what all the stupid comics are for. I guess maybe. No, really I want to. I want to know all that shit. Right? Maybe they'll they, they'll probably have a Snoke miniseries and explain his backstory in the comic books. That's probably exactly what'll happen. But it won't be the same as if it's, you know, if they address it in the movie. It's not going to be the same. 
All right. Well, my least favorite thing in this movie, in case nobody has guessed by now, is the way they handled the character of Luke Skywalker. I mean, I'm just beside myself. I <laughs> And it's funny now because now I understand what Mark Hamill meant in all those press junkets when people would ask him, oh, what's it like coming back to the character? And he would say, oh, I couldn't believe the way Ryan saw this character when he wrote it. And I'm like thinking, what the hell does that mean? That doesn't sound good. Well, now I know. You really said that? Oh, yeah. You go on YouTube and and search some of his interviews. He's not my Luke Skywalker. He's, He's the first person who said he doesn't agree with the way Luke Skywalker was handled in this movie. Now he's changed his tune and he supposedly understands. But I think that's after the fact that Lucasfilm and Disney said to him, hey, stop being negative about this. The movie's just come out. You know, you got to be positive. Would have been funny if when they interviewed him, he just acted like the Joker from the Batman <laughs> animated series. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you about Luke Skywalker. <laughs> well, Batsy. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's not my Luke Skywalker. I'm sorry. It's just not. Hashtag not my Skywalker? Not my Skywalker. Right, exactly. Trending worldwide. Yeah, right. A lot of people are giving me shit about this, but I don't care. Because I agree with you. I was a young boy. I was four years old when the first Star Wars came out in 1977. I distinctly remember seeing it at the drive-in movie theater. And Luke Skywalker was a hero. Growing up, he was a hero of mine. Him and Han Solo. That's who I looked up to. Bad enough they killed one of my heroes in the last movie. And then they ruined the character of and ultimately killed my other hero in this movie. And I'm just really disappointed. Who did they kill in the last movie? K2SO? No, Han Solo. Oh, I mean, oh, the the movie two movies ago. Well, Rogue One's not part of the chapter movies, so. I, well, they had to kill him, Tom. We have to move on from these old characters, all right? According to Ryan Johnson, yes, that's true. And I oh, agree. So they, can, so they can focus on DJ and the other new characters that they that kill suck. and don't explain who they are, like Snoke. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, they can sense. they can focus on Ray and the kid with the broom. <laughs> what kid with the broom? At the end of the movie. Oh fuck! Uh, that that scene made me so mad. That scene was my third favorite scene. Oh boy, the fucking worst scene in the world. That fucking scene just made me think of episode one, and that just fucking made me more mang- angry. <laughs> the scene was awesome. I was cheering like crazy. They swings Why the broom awesome? around because he had force powers. Then he swings the broom around oh. to be a lightsaber. They looks up and he sees the falcon flying by. Oh, you're on drugs. That scene fucking blew. No way. It's my third favorite. That was my that was my fiftieth head scratch of the movie. <laughs> and Derek's head was actually bleeding by the time we walked out of that movie. He was scratching yeah. it so hard. I didn't have to How see my it? head that day. It was just showing that there was more Jedi's. More yeah, of... I know what it meant, dude. It was fucking dumb. Why was it dumb? Because it's just stupid and boring and pointless. Not really. That's who Ray's going to train in the episode nine. No, uh, that's not going to happen. But that so, is what's so, going to happen. So, she, no. so he can bring You'll never her, see her that walking stick, and she can take her walking stick, throw it over her shoulder into the fucking Sith butthole. That'd be funny. That island. <laughs> That'd be she, funny. She fell into the island's butthole. Yep. I, yeah. like, I like comedy like that. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. Somebody open the window. Oh, man. The, the comedy was a little misplaced in this movie. I'm sorry. You know what comedy I like, Tom? Which comedy? Farmer Mike's comedy. Yeah, <laughs> comedy's pretty genius. <laughs> Funny you mentioned Farmer Mike. He gave us a shout-out. I'll, I'll play that for you real quick. He did? Yeah, you want to hear did it? Did he go see Star Wars yet? I don't think I don't... so, no. Can we put a poll up on our Facebook page? Who's going to go see Star Wars Last Jedi first, Farmer Mike or, or Cowboy Ri- Rich? Cowboy Rich. Cowboy. <laughs> i gotta wait a couple. I got to wait a couple weeks. For what? Why do you have to wait a couple weeks? <laughs> All right, let me play this real quick. Hold on. One, two. Testing, one, two. Farmer Mike here, and you're listening to... What is this show called again? Podcast One. And I'd like to congratulate you on one hell of a year, man. You guys did it. Fantastic. Great. No, but really, this is inspirational that you've made it this far you've accomplished a a great thing here you've finished off the year it's just amazing especially tom i mean you've sacrificed so much your your time so much effort and uh you've sacrificed your love life and (laughs) family and 
<laughs> broken up friendships over the past year. Oh. It's <laughs> really, and you've pissed so many people off, man. You've pissed so many people off, and I, I can't wait with, can't wait to see what season two has in store for us because it's, it's going to be something. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Farmer Iron Mike Abadamarco. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. My my favorite knothead who doesn't work at Big Y. Wait, the only knothead who doesn't work at Big Y, put it that way. <laughs> All right, so can I tell you Carly's story now? Oh, yeah, please do. Yeah, the, wh- the best part of this whole fucking podcast? Well, let me just... can I, Let me finish my Luke Skywalker point real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Right. I thought you were done so, with that. No, so... And everyone's on me about this. They're like, like t- Tom, don't you understand that after 30 years, he's not going to be the same guy? Yes, I understand that after 30 years, there would be character development, and he may not be the same person he was at the end of Return of the Jedi. However, the basic principles would remain, okay? You're not going to lose your basic principles of who you are as a person, and especially as a Jedi. So he was the only person in the entire galaxy who saw good in Darth Vader, the most evil, vile villain in the universe. And he risked his life and his friends' lives to go before the Emperor and confront the Emperor just to redeem and save his father. This same guy is going to give up and try to kill his nephew in his sleep? Does that make any fucking sense to anyone? No. Yeah, to me it does. Darth Vader was his father. Kylo Ren's his stupid nephew. Who gives a shit? You're missing That's, the point, no, Jay Money. No. As a person, he would not... The two don't make sense. A person who would sacrifice all of that to redeem Darth Vader is also, on the other hand, not going to attempt to kill someone who's not even done anything yet. I mean, Ben Solo, at that point, had not turned to the dark side. He was sleeping in his bed, for God's sakes. So because of a bad vision... Luke sparked his lightsaber and was standing over him like he was going to strike him down with it? That doesn't make any sense. No way. It makes perfect sense. He probably didn't like his face. (laughs) Or his stupid emo hair. Oh, my God. It doesn't make any sense. So, and you're not going to convince me otherwise. Well, that's fine. It's awful. So, the way they handled Luke Skywalker, awful. And take two points off this five star right, right out the gate. Fuck them. Hold on, take off another half a point for Disney Disney's dinosaurs in, in the show as the caretakers of the island. <laughs> Fuck those aliens. Fucking stupid. Did you like them as much as the Porgs? You know what, I gotta tell you, I, the, the Porgs were so far above other things that I hated in the movie. Really? I, I couldn't believe, I, could, I can't believe I didn't hate the Porgs as much as I... You know, as I did other things in the movie. It's shocking to me. Right. I thought that was going to be top five most hated things in the movie, like right walking in, and it wasn't even in the top ten. No. And they taste taste like chicken, apparently, Mm -hmm. because Chewbacca was going to chow on them. I like the porks. So did Chewie. (laughs) He didn't eat them. Yeah, but he cooked them. He killed them and cooked them. He might as well have eaten them. I like when one... I like when... uh, one of them fell against a window. That was yeah. Funny. That was straight. That was a straight out of Alvin Chipmunk movie. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid ass movie. All right, Derek, tell us your story about going to see the movie with Carly. All right, so we go to the IMAX in 2D, reserved seating. So we get in there, watch the whole movie. Halfway through the movie, I, I look over at Carly, and she's just like stone faced, like the whole fucking movie. I'm like, oh man, oh, this boy. isn't gonna be good. So then. Yeah, we're watching the movie. Was she excited to go to it at, at first? Oh, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and she and she so liked we, Force Awakens, right? Oh yeah, she liked Force Awakens. Okay. She, she kind of liked Rogue One. She didn't like how everyone died in Rogue One, oh, but it's kind of how the way it had yeah. to go, though. Yeah. So, right before the the end scene when Luke Skywalker comes out on the battlefield, the fuck the fucking screen goes out at the movie theater. What? There's a fucking power surge in half the fucking movie theater. And oh, no. they lost power. Are you fucking kidding me? No. And the best part, they're still playing the audio, but there's no visual. Oh. So all these people who are there second, you know, day three of the opening date oh. who have never seen it before, they're all like, 
what the fuck, boo, and they're all like, oh. yelling and swearing. And you're the only one who knows what's really going on. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, man, this oh. ain't going to be a good scene. So someone comes in the movie theater, and it's one of the concession people, and she's like, oh, there's a power outage. I'll have some answers for you in five minutes. I'll, I'll be right back. I don't know what else to say right now. And uh, <laughs> and some guy, like, stands up, like, in the middle of the audience, and he's like, all right, we're timing you, lady. And, <laughs> and then on top of that, someone jumps up and is in front of the projector, and he starts doing, like, finger puppets or finger puppets. <laughs> shadow puppets. <laughs> yeah, shadow puppets in front of the projector. And he's, like, not, he's like knocking on the window where the projector is, oh, like, no. to see if anyone's in there. <laughs> so then... Carly just looks at me because we're there for like 15, 20 minutes and oh. still nothing, just sitting there. And she's like, Can we go? And I go, Okay. So she never saw so the end of the movie? No, so we just left. And she goes, the worst movie I've ever seen. Did you, get, did you get your money back at least? Oh, yeah. I called the next oh, day and okay. we got two free passes for any movie we want there. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. What are the odds of that happening? Thank God it wasn't your first time seeing it. Jesus. Oh, I know. How would you would have been fucking nuts. So on the way home, she's just like, oh, so what happened at the end? And I told her, she's like, all right. So, but up until that point, did she like the movie? No. She's, I just said, she said it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Wow. She didn't even like the yep. Porgs? No. She didn't really. She's like, yeah, the Porgs are okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she liked it less than you and I did, Tom. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, I know. I, I can't believe it. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. That's outstanding. She never even got to see the end. Well, you know what? Nope. She, didn't, she didn't miss anything, really. <laughs> no, well, I told her everything. I didn't even tell her about the stupid scene with the kid waving the broom. his broom around. That's fucking stupid. All right, I got a question for you guys, because everyone online debates this. Was it stupid or was it cool when Princess Leia got blown out into space and then, like, the flying nun floated back to the ship using the Force? Stupid. Should have stayed dead. Go fuck yourself. Money. That was awesome. May the Force be with you. Oh, of course you're going to say that. This showed, showed that she had some Force skills. Yeah, she's a Force user. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. it. I will admit it looked silly the way it was filmed. It looked silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they could have filmed it a different way so it didn't look as jarring and strange because it it did make me cringe a little. I had it. That was my initial my initial impulse was to cringe. Like Joey and I, we talked before when we went and saw Batman vs Superman. We both literally cringed and looked at each other in disgust in the beginning of the movie when little young Bruce Wayne was flying up with the bats and then it ended up being just a dream. But we thought that was actually happening and we were both like, what the fuck? That was kind of the same feeling I got watching that scene with Leia floating through space like the flying nun. I mean, I understand why it happened and I get that that could have happened because she is strong in the force and I'm sure Luke probably trained her a little bit at some point. But uh, it didn't it wasn't executed properly. It didn't look right on screen. It was uncomfortable for me. <laughs> Did you train her how to do that before he tried to kill her son? It, it, I know, right? That is fucked up. I don't agree with that at all. So wrong. He's not my Luke Skywalker. Yeah, so wrong. And I, I don't even I don't even have a niece or nephew, and I know that's just not right and just messed up. Yeah, you, you guys you guys actually have nieces or nephews. Yes. I wouldn't try to kill my nephew. No. <laughs> no. Or my father. No. I would try to help him. And I especially wouldn't try to kill him without consulting with my sister first and say, hey, your kid is fucked in the head. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's the most upsetting part about this. Luke didn't even let Leia know about this before he turned on Ben and basically created Kylo Ren. Luke is the reason Kylo Ren exists. It's Luke's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is- he was completely crazy by that point. I don't know. That really wasn't uh, explained to me. <laughs> You, know. you could see it, just his face. I guess. You're you're just, in, I mean, that's your belief, though. That really was, it, they didn't explain that. You're I just, don't know. You're assuming that that's the case. I don't know. That entire Kylo Ren, Ray against the Royal Guards fight was so awesome. I it can makes forgive everything, everything else. <laughs> all right, fair enough. And can we all agree that Daisy Ridley just gets hotter as the movie goes on? I don't know. I don't know if I, I, don't, I, I, don't know if I want to say anything about that. <laughs> Every time she gets wet. 
All right, all right. Settle down. Enough. I don't think she's that hot. <laughs> she's a very she's very good in that role. I'm a fan of the character. Yes. I am not a fan of the fact that she's a nobody and she <laughs> she came from trash junkers. Right, because everybody has to be related to somebody. No, that's not true. But if you're going to tell a story within the chapters of the Star Wars movies, then you have to follow a certain formula. And I understand Ryan Johnson said, fuck the formula, and I'm going to do my own thing, and forget the past, kill it if you have to, and that's exactly what he tried to do with this movie. He tried to kill the past because he wanted to create his own version of Star Wars. This time you have gone too far. Dude, you're going to get your own trilogy from Disney. Create your own version of Star Wars in that trilogy. Don't fuck up our movies for your own selfish reasons. It's the story of the Skywalker family. It always has been. And now you're trying to change it into something else midstream. It doesn't make sense. She didn't have to be a Skywalker. She could have been a Kenobi, somehow linked to Obi-Wan. Oh, give me a break. Well, let me ask you this, Money. In The Force okay. Awakens, when she has that Force dream and Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice yells Ray, why does that happen if she has no connection to Obi-Wan Kenobi? I mean, they planted the seeds for this. Mm-hmm. And then he just said, nah, forget what you know. Forget what you thought. None of that matters. I'm changing it all. Fuck you. That's what Ryan Johnson did. He stuck his middle finger up to all of us and said, fuck you. Do you think he's like doing this to screw up J.J. Abrams? I don't know, but I'd love to know what J.J. Abrams thought of The Last Jedi. <laughs> He's like the Joss Whedon of the Star Wars universe. All right, let's Joss Whedon. First of all, I like so. Yeah, really, well, Age of Ultron. You like? Man, I mean, I don't hate it as much as you guys. I don't hate it at all. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, mean, I don't hate it. Hawkeye's I have, Hawkeye having a family a was of, stupid. I have a lot of problems, just like I do this movie. Yeah, it's very, very, very similar to the way I feel about Age of Ultron. Right. right. Very similar. Okay. All right, I think so it's the same director. Uh, where do you guys put this movie in with the, all the other ones? All the other movies? Yeah. Go ahead, Derek. You go first. At uh, the bottom. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because it's so hyped up for what it was hyped up to be and such a big fucking letdown. Yeah. Yeah, It just makes me mad. It just makes me mad, and it deserves to be at the bottom. You're putting it below Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Below all the prequels. Wow. Just because of that. Because the uh, prequels weren't hyped up as much, especially right after an uh, right after an awesome movie in, in uh, Force Awakens. And Rogue that's, One. That's why it deserves. And Rogue yep. One. Rogue One was awesome. That's why it deserves to be at the bottom of my list for that reason. Wow. So would you like it better if it was like Force Awakens and just a reskinned Empire Strikes Back? Probably. Well, parts of it were a reskinned it, Empire it, Strikes exactly. Back. Exactly. So it'd have to be a completely different movie. <laughs> and and it, I already said that that it, how it mimics Return of the Jedi and Empire. So. Certain scenes do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how about they they turned Poe Dameron into a wicked asshole in this movie? <laughs> I liked Poe Dameron; he was fucking awesome. He was a douche. He, you know, how many people he killed? He was responsible for so many people dying. Yeah, he's an idiot. He was an asshole. He, he went against General Leia's orders just to blow up that stupid dreadnought, ended up killing the entire bomber fleet. Then he created a mutiny against Vice Admiral Holdo and went against her and caused even more people to die. And then he gave uh, up He gave up the fucking plan to Finn and Rose, and that DJ character overheard it and then turned and told First Order about it and killed even more people. He was responsible for more deaths in this movie than anybody. He's an idiot. They tried to turn him into Han Solo, and instead they made him a fucking dick. Yep. I thought Poe was cool. Well, that makes sense. Fuck Poe. You would. This bickering is pointless. At least I'm consistent. I, I'll give you that money. You are consistent. You mean not having your own, your own true opinion about something? <laughs> if it's big and flashy, you love it. Like, think about this movie, Jay Money. Yeah, if you actually analyzed it. Do we need to have you watch it a third time? I can't wait to watch it a third take time. The, take that cool fight scene out of it and look at the rest of it. Yep, take the cool fight scene out of it and take the space battles out of it and just fucking look at everything else. I love the part when Luke you know, brushed it off his shoulder. That was my second favorite part. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So oh, I don't know. I forgot about that scene because that's where the screen went out. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the the end battle between Force Projection Luke and Kylo. I thought that, was, that scene was cool. I mean, I didn't hate this movie. Okay, I just I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed by a lot yeah. of things in it. Yeah, that's how I feel exactly. 
And what did so, you think of the? Uh, let Yoda? me rate it. Hold on, let me rate it because you asked my rating. I would put it okay. fifth. Yep. It would be. It's after the original trilogy and it's after Force Awakens, but it's above the prequels. It's probably right on par with Revenge of the Sith because I actually like Revenge of the Sith as far as the prequels. I do too. So I, I'll put it in line with Revenge of the Sith. Revenge is better. Eh, it, I mean, it's. I have a lot less problems with Revenge of the Sith than that, I do with this I mean. movie. That's what I mean. So it's a better movie. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> and if you think about it that way, it's going to slowly go down. No, it's the there's I'm no way. You. There's no way it's worse than Attack of the Clo- Attack of the Clones is the worst movie. Well, it, it, it Attack of the Clones is the worst, but because of my problems with this, you know, it's going to be right there. Yeah. All right. What were you saying about Yoda, Jay Money? What did you think of the Yoda cameo? I liked it. I thought it was a little strange that he said, you know, f- fuck those books, you know, <laughs> screw the old Jedi, you know, they weren't page turners. I'm like, well, really? Would Yoda say something like that? That scene was boring. But it was every, cool. It was every cool. Training, it every was... training scene that wasn't really training was boring. Yeah. Yeah. They spent way too much of this movie trying to have Rey convince Luke to train her. That it should. He just should have started fucking training her right away and gotten into it. And you could have avoided a lot of that unnecessary bullshit. I, yeah. I liked the cameo of Yoda, though. I was happy to see him. And I'm glad they went with a puppet and not CGI. That was good, too. Yeah. And he was wacky Yoda from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked that, too. So, yeah. I, I where, was that. Y- where was Yaddle? <laughs> That's what I'm upset about. That dropped it down half a percent for me. You're funny. He's not Force-sensitive uh, enough. What do you mean? He's fucking, She's a Jedi Master. Where do you put it in the movies, J-Money? I'm going to go Empire, Rogue One, New Hope, and then uh, Last Jedi. You put this above Return of the Jedi? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think you may have just lost all credibility. (laughs) You may have lost all credibility. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be right back. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Holy fuck. Yeah, the casino was way better than the stupid Ewoks. No, it wasn't. Oh, yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Ewoks are a million times cooler than that. I love casinos. Yeah, we know you do, but (laughs) casinos have stupid CGI aliens all over the place. Uh, It was funny when the guy was putting the coins into uh, BB-8. That's stupid. I'm going to bed. This fucking podcast sucks. Uh Uh-oh. Did Tom Force float away into space or what? All right, I'm back. Where'd you go? I had to run upstairs. My daughter was screaming. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, I said I'll be right back. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Because uh, Derek was dying laughing. Where is Derek? He left. He did? He said, fuck this podcast after I said that I liked uh, Last Jedi better than Return of the Jedi. Are you serious? Dead serious. And he jumped off. He was so upset when I told him uh, told him that this movie was way better than the stupid fucking Ewoks. Wow. And he said the Ewoks were better than anything in this movie. <laughs> wow. Mm. And he bolted on the anniversary episode. Huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we got uh, just about an hour here. So why don't we wrap things up with some recommendations now that we've I think we've said all we need to say about The Last Jedi. I mean, I think people should go see it. It's definitely got some really awesome moments. Like you said, that battle in the throne room is pretty amazing. But I just I'm I wish really, I wish that was a whole movie. Yeah, seriously. I wish they had never introduced Luke in this universe and just his saga could have ended at the end of Return of the Jedi. I'm so disappointed with the way they had his character uh, develop and, and end. I just uh. he's not my Luke Skywalker. Uh, let me ask you something, Tom. How much blame do you put on Disney for all this? Well, I blame Kathleen Kennedy and Lucasfilm more than Ryan Johnson because ultimately they let him do this. I mean, he told he told them his vision, and they said, "Yeah, that sounds good. Do that." Do you think the jokes were because of Disney, though? I don't know. Some of it seemed a little forced, pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> it just seemed too Marvel Universe jokes. Do you think? Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they made it to, like, I don't even know if it was to break tension. At at certain points, there were just jokes for the sake of jokes. And I'm like, why is that even there? 
I don't know. Like him fucking around with Hux when he's like, I'll hold for General Hux. I love that. I don't know. It went on a little long. It was kind of silly. It was silly, but I I don't know. I just, I loved it. And the whole Luke flipping the lightsaber over his head after she handed it to him was just a big fuck you to everybody who's been waiting (laughs) two years to find out what was going to happen at that moment. That was just a big fuck you. I didn't like that I mean, okay, I get you don't like it. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So. It just doesn't make sense. If that was you and your hand got cut off and you lost that lightsaber, you wouldn't be the least bit interested where that lightsaber turned up from because he obviously knew it was the same saber. You're just going to fling it over your shoulder like it doesn't matter, like it's nothing. Me? I probably would have, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) How about some recommendations? (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Uh, Let me think. Recommend The Last Jedi. You liked it so much. Yeah, I recommend that you uh, check out The Last Jedi. I mean, I loved it. I also recommend when you go to your local toy store, guess what I got my niece for Christmas, Tom? What'd you get her? Now, you're an old KB Toys guy, I right? I am, yes. So I bought for her the 20th, as in two zero, two decades, 20th anniversary Tamagotchi. Oh, my God. You feel old yet, bro? They still make those things? It's the 20th anniversary one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I feel old now. Thank you. Yeah, I. it's unbelievable thinking about that. 20th anniversary freaking Tamagotchi. It's nuts. So I got her one. All right. Well, I'm sure Derek would recommend that you don't go see The Last Jedi. I will recommend that you do because I plan on seeing it again. I think maybe I'll like it more the second time around. I think there was just, I was shell-shocked after seeing it that first time. I was like so much shit happened that I was not expecting and not in a good way. I think it ruined the movie for me. And I, I, now that I know what to expect, I'd like to watch it again. And maybe it won't be as upsetting the second time around. I'm still not going to like the way they handled Luke anyway, but... Other things See, that bothered me probably all the uh, all the big plot points I had already read online. So, yeah. well, that whole casino world thing was pointless. I mean, <laughs> that whole storyline was pointless. Well, the whole thing was just to give, like you guys said, to give Finn, Finn and DJ to something to do. And Rose, yeah, right. I didn't have a problem with Rose. I liked Rose. Yeah, she's okay. Forced uh, romance character. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Well, they got to get away from like. People thinking that, uh, you know, Finn, Finn and Ray are hooking, hooking up. up. Yeah, no. Uh, or, or Finn and Poe. <laughs> obviously, they're, they're pointing it towards Kylo and Ray hooking up, which is even more creepy. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. If they would have joined forces and she was bad and just ruled the galaxy, I would have loved that. Yeah, but how do you come back from that? Like, what would the third movie be then? <laughs> I mean, who redeems them? You know what I mean? I'm the Jedi broom kid. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. It's like 12 years in the future, so he's like 18. There you go. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, dude. All right. Well, I will also recommend, if you like hearing me bitch about Star Wars The Last Jedi, that you check out episode 48.5, which will be dropping in the next couple of days. Consider it a Christmas gift, a Christmas miracle. It's like a bonus episode for you this week. And I have the one and only Aaron Wood as my guest who absolutely hated this movie, like, worse than Derek. He, he he could not stand it. And I wanted to give him a chance to vent, so, yeah, he's going to do that with me on this 48.5 episode that I'll be releasing as a little bonus to you, Not Nation. And you're welcome. And that's it. That's all I got. It's been quite a year, Jay Money. Uh, I've enjoyed the ride, Tom. Well, it's not ending, my friend. We, we, we I think next week... Uh, we may take a break next week because it is technically Christmas week, so I don't know when we're going to record. If we have a chance to record, we will, but if we miss that week, don't hold it against us. We will, however, definitely be back the following week, and we will be doing our 2017 year in review because a lot of shit went down in 2017, and we're going to cover it all and recap it. The best and the worst. Right, Money? So many movies. Movies, uh, Matt Hardy, like everything that we've talked about on this. Oh podcast, my god, dude! We haven't given an update on him. Yeah, but we, we we're running out of time. If I'm, I honest. know, I know, I know. Yeah, we're gonna cover it all in our year in review episode, which will be coming out soon. So 
I'm going to close out the show and uh, play a few more clips of well wishes and congratulations from some of our friends out there in Not Nation. And once again, on behalf of my magical and metal co-host, Mr. D-Rock Derek Mitras, who just couldn't be bothered to stick around for the end of this episode, and the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. Hang loose. Don't drip the juice. My name is Tom Vanzant. This has been episode number 48, our one-year anniversary. We made it, folks. Who'd have thunk it? Until next week, I hope you all have a great holiday and stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is the Pope, and I would like to take this opportunity to tell you that the Church does not condone this not another nerdy podcast, but I would still like to congratulate the boys on one year anniversary of this podcasting. Try harder. Maybe you get better. I would also like to take the moment to wish all my children in the nation a very Merry Christmas. And to the rest of you godless heathens, especially anyone who likes this blasphemous Star Wars the movie, may the Lord have mercy on your souls. Hey guys, Steve McMahon here. Just want to say congratulations on making it to a year without trying to kill each other. Welcome for a special news report. Hey, this is Joey from So Wizard Podcast. Hey, this is Aubrey from So Wizard Podcast. This is your friend Marky Mark Marcellus Regans from So Wizard Podcast. Congrats on one year of podcasting, guys. Yeah, happy birthday, guys, representing the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Represent... We got you, boo. Good evening. I'm Alistair Cook. And I'd like to say happy one year anniversary to not another nerdy podcast. We really didn't think you'd make it this far. But you did it. Somehow you've done it. And what a remarkable job you've done, I regret to say. Good night. Hello, testing, one, two. Here we go. This is a special song for Tom Sandwich. I mean, Ham Van Zandt. I mean, Tom Van Zandt. This song's for you. And I never thought I'd feel this way. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad I got the chance to say That I do believe I love you And if you should ever go away Well then close your eyes and try To feel the way we do today And then if you can remember Smiling, keep shining, knowing you can always count on me for sure. That's what friends are for. In good times and bad times, I'll be on your side forevermore. That's what friends are for. I'm glad you only pull that out once a year.